Welcome to the How to Learn Anything course from Plato University, where you're going to learn the science-based tools of pro learners to accelerate your learning, remember more, and master any hard skills. These are the secret techniques they didn't tell you in school. If you're passionate about changing your life with learning, join us at Plato.University to get exclusive content with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. All right, today we're going to discuss how to become a professional learner. Now I'm going to give you a spoiler alert right up front. To become a pro learner, you're going to have to create a learning plan. With most of the great things that we do in life, we create a plan beforehand. For example, we don't go and try and build a house just all willy-nilly. We often draw blueprints in order to direct the way that we build the house. We also see people like professional athletes going through specific drills and training in order to become a better athlete and play the game better than anyone else. Coaches help design plans for them to go through in order to become this better athlete. So why do we think we can approach learning all willy-nilly, passively reading a book, or just listening to a lecture, and not creating a plan for us to actively engage with what we're learning? Now obviously, creating a plan is going to take time and effort. But the rewards are worth the effort. Being able to learn hard things quickly and effectively is a powerful skill because one successful project tends to lead to the other. But it's usually that first skill that you're learning that requires the most thought and care. A solid, well-researched, well-executed plan can give you the confidence to face harder challenges in the future. Approaching learning all willy-nilly is not entirely a disaster, but it may make you reluctant to pursue learning future things in a similar nature. Planning ahead will help you avoid a lot of problems and prevent you from having to make drastic changes to your learning plan before you've even started making progress. Now, creating a plan can also be known as something called metacognition. And you can think of metacognition as an extra brain outside of your main brain. This extra brain thinks about how you are thinking because metacognition means thinking about thinking. This extra brain pauses to consider how you should best approach problems and what strategies you should use. It'll stop you midway through a learning session, maybe even several times, to assess whether the approach you are using is working. And at the end of a session, your extra brain looks back to see if you should have done something differently. In other words, metacognition is what allows you to learn when to use certain tools, and it improves your ability to use those tools. All of this is critical to becoming a pro learner. See, when you create a plan or map for what you're learning, you can tailor your project to your exact needs and abilities avoiding the one-size-fits-all approach that's often taken in school. However, when you're creating this plan, there's also a danger of choosing unwisely and ending up much worse off. So spending some quality time developing this plan avoids this problem and helps you seek out points where you might even be able to get a significant advantage over the status quo. Additionally, when you create a learning plan for one skill, you get better at the general skill of creating learning plans, which will help you learn anything in the future. You'll know what your capacity is for learning, how you can best schedule your time and manage your motivation, and you'll have well-tested strategies for dealing with common problems. As you learn more things, you'll acquire more and more confidence, which will allow you to enjoy the process of learning with much less frustration. And you may be thinking, well, I have a goal to actually use this skill in real life, so that should be all the motivation I need to go through learning and will help me learn that skill. Well, in the 1990s, German psychologist Peter Golwitzer identified why some people don't reach the goals that they set, including the ones about what you want to learn. He found that having a strong desire to reach a goal isn't enough. What's necessary is a plan for when, 
where, and how you will reach your goal, and for how you will respond to obstacles when they come up. And that's exactly why we're going to create a roadmap or a learning plan so that you can answer all of these questions for yourself and make it much easier for you to learn that skill. Now I'm going to briefly cover what the elements are of our learning plan. And in the next section, we'll dive deep into each one of these parts and develop that plan together. Now in this course, we're going to go over the major learning cycle, which is creating a plan, executing that plan and learning the material that you need to do, monitoring and adjusting along the way, and then reviewing your results and engaging in further learning. But in this first portion of creating a plan, the elements that we need in our learning plan is first to determine why we are learning, balancing things like internal and external motivation for our learning, and beginning to set goals for ourselves. Then we move to the what of our learning plan, which is dialing in exactly what topic we will be learning and the scope of that learning project. Next, we'll develop how we're going to learn that topic or subject in our learning plan. We'll start to gather resources, maybe find models of other people that can help us, designing learning exercises for ourselves based on the 18 techniques that we'll cover in this course, and beginning to set process goals for yourself, which are different than your larger goals, and we'll cover that later. Then in our learning plan, we're going to schedule our time and create the optimal learning environment free from distractions and priming our body and brain for learning. Now those are the major elements of our plan. And as I said, in the next section, we'll go deeply into each one of those parts so that we can start to develop it. But the first question you may be asking is how much time should we spend developing this plan before we start learning? A good rule of thumb is that you should invest approximately 10% of your total expected learning time into research and developing a plan before you start learning. So for example, if you spend six months of learning, roughly four hours per week, that would be equal to roughly 100 hours. This suggests that you should spend about 10 hours or two weeks doing your research on that learning project. Now the goal here isn't to exhaust every learning possibility, but simply to make sure you haven't latched on to the first possible resource or method without thinking about alternatives and creating the best learning plan for yourself. Now once we have this plan, what do we do with it? Well, we actually execute it and we engage in the learning and we start to go through the process of learning that skill or concept that you want to learn. And when we execute our learning plan, we're going to go through the phases of explore, engage, and execute. And these phases actually map on an ancient way of learning that gave us a model for how to learn anything. See, in classical education, people engage with learning by going through something called the trivium, which included grammar, logic, and rhetoric, as explained in Plato's dialogues. See, in the trivium, you first learned grammar, then moved to logic, and then moved to rhetoric. Grammar taught the mechanics of how something worked, giving you the foundations, the nuts and bolts, so that you can begin to build on top of that. And that's when we moved on to logic, where you learned the mechanics of thought and analysis, being able to take things apart, put them back together, and build relationships between concepts. And once you knew the foundation and could start to relate it to other things, you engaged in rhetoric, which was the application of these concepts in order to instruct or persuade another person. Now, most of the time, this is thought of just to be done in learning language or words, but it actually applies to anything we want to learn. See, when we're learning something new, we often begin in the explore stage. Here, learning the foundations, the underlying principles, the grammar of the subject, the words, what things are called, and the nuts and bolts of how it works. In the trivium, this was known as grammar. Then we move on to the engage phase, where we begin putting relationships between subjects together. We practice the skill that we're learning, we engage in active recall, practice, and study in subjects that need further understanding. 
So here, we're starting to put those nuts and bolts that we learned in the previous phase together with other parts of knowledge and actively practicing those things. In the trivium, this was known as logic. And finally, we move to the execute phase, where we practice using the skill in new situations, demonstrating full mastery of the subject. In the trivium, this was known as rhetoric, where you mastered grammar and logic and were able to create persuasive speeches and writing. Here, we're able to master the concepts that we've learned, those nuts and bolts, build relationships, and are able to create new things, new applications, and use them in novel ways. Now, as you go through this learning process, along the way, you're going to want to monitor and adjust how you're learning to ensure that you're learning in the best way possible and really gaining an understanding for what you're learning. And as you begin to monitor that, at some point, you're going to feel like you're reaching mastery of the skill or concept. And at that point, you're going to want to review the results of your learning project and your learning plan and decide if you want to do further learning, choosing between th things like maintenance, relearning, and engaging in lifelong mastery. Now, today's activity is an easy one. I just want you to download the learning plan and familiarize yourself with the different parts that we will cover in the next section. Now, before we get to creating our learning plan, we have one more lesson to cover, and that's going to be the mindset about learning. That's coming up next. Thank you for taking the How to Learn Anything course. To get everything you need to become a pro learner, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners just like you, then visit plato.university slash courses slash learning and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash learning. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.